Welcome to the Innovation World Podcast, your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www.innovationworld.org. Welcome, everybody, to the Innovation World Podcast Series. My name is Julie Shively, and we have a great show for you tonight. I'd like to introduce my guest host, Jake Mendelson. Hello. And uh, Jake is with us from uh, both Innovation World, which I'm claiming him as a, a staffer here because he spends so much time working with us, as well as he works with the InventFuture.Global program and all the affiliates that belong to that program. Before we get started, just a couple of quick announcements to make. Um, we have opened the National Innovator Challenge, which is a K-12 um innovation program or challenge, and we accept entries in ideas, apps, and inventions. So pretty much anything across the board, we accept those applications. And we run registration until May 31st. Uh, we will spend the month of June judging, and then uh, June 26th will be our celebration and recognition award ceremony. So please, if you have an idea, an app, or an invention, and you're in grades, K through 12, sign up at innovationworld.org. And top innovators from that program will actually move up to the um, event hosted by the organization that Jacob belongs to, the Global Innovation Challenge, which will have um, many, many countries involved. And it'll be the top 100 students from countries around the world. Again, they accept the same application or apps, uh, ideas, or innovations. In inventions, excuse me. So join us for that also for the Global Innovation Field Trip, and we'll be talking to our guest about that too, probably. Global Innovation Field Trip is a celebration of young innovators and programs that inspire and promote innovation. It's a 24-hour uh, virtual program. It happens um, this quarter, will happen April 17th and 18th. It will start at noon Eastern Standard Time, New York time, and end on the 18th at noon, uh, New York time. And it will be filled with young innovators and those programs that we talked about inspire and promote innovation. Somewhere between 65 and 80 presentations are generally part of that program. So tune in, check them out. They're fantastic. Sign up to present um, and join us for the Global Innovation Field Trip. And before you say it, Jake, I will just say it is free. Our whole goal is to promote innovation, and this is just one way that we promote innovation is through the field trip. So we'll be asking our um, guests to do that as well. So, hey, welcome. I just want to make sure, are, are we pronouncing your name Ayana? Yeah, that's correct. And Ayana, pronounce your last name for me. Bardwaj. Okay. I'm not going <laughs> to repeat it. <laughs> Jake might be able to do that, but I, I don't think I could do it tonight. Um, it's later here for us, so I, I will just blame my uh, lack of articulation on the hour. So, well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I think that um, you came to us from Mind Antics. Friends yes. of us at Mind Antics um, said that you also um, were recently recognized by the National Museum of Education for their Students for a Better America. Yes, yeah, Student Ideas for a Better America. Ideas for a Better America program. So thank you to uh, National Museum and to Mind Annex, 
both for providing your information to us because we can't wait to hear what you have to tell us. So why don't we start with uh, what grade you're in, where you are, and what you innovated, and then we'll follow it up with some questions for you. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm in 11th grade, so my junior year of high school. And currently I'm living in the Seattle area in Washington state. And my invention is a website which hosts free printable board games that are made by students for students. Ooh. And in, this is in order to make gamified learning accessible to all regardless of budget. When you think about it, students learn from board games based on the idea of the board game and the principle of the board game itself rather than the cardboard box the fancy manufactured plastic pieces which is usually where most of the money is spent so the name of my site is rock paper scissors games and the name comes from the materials you need theoretically to play a game which is just rocks as playing pieces paper as the board and scissors to cut out cards and other pieces from the paper. Very good. Julie, you're muted. This new technology is hard on. <laughs> it is sometimes. That is so clever. I just, you know, I'm curious what started you down the path to start with? Yeah. So I got started in this path. I watched a TED talk by Professor Manu Prakash about his invention of a fold scope, which is a, like a microscope, which you just fold from paper and it costs less than a dollar in parts. And his impact was huge because uh, he was able to give the science, science experiment experience to many students who never had that opportunity before because their school wasn't able to afford so many expensive uh, microscopes. So I wanted to emulate the same sort of frugal principle with my website to make something that we normally take for granted that may not be available to all and make it much cheaper and free in this case and accessible to everyone. Fantastic. What What is the name of your website? rpsgames.org. Okay. I'm looking at it right now, it looks great. So tell me, um, this, is, this is to attract students to create games, yes? Uh, it's more, yes, of course, students can create games. Anyone can create games and it, it's kind of to points. One is people creating games, which helps them synthesize information they've already learned and sort of teach it to other people in a way. And the other is for students to be able to download and print and play the games, which helps them to learn new information they may not have known before. This is really a, kind of an exciting concept. Um, have you heard of any of the toy fairs, like the People of Play, um, formerly called Chai Tag, which is um, the big toy and fair game out of Chicago. Uh, no, I don't think. You can look so. it up. Well, they rebranded. Their name is People of Play, and Jasmine Darden is a friend of ours who 
um, works for their um, young inventors challenge. And so it's a really cool concept. And I, I mean, what they intake is prototypes of games, kind of more like kids making the traditional game. But I wonder what they would think of this, because I think this is a really unique idea. And I, I, I'd love to connect you with Jasmine to have that conversation to see what she thinks about it and how the two of you might be able to help each other. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, I will do that. I'll do that after um, we get off this call. Um, but you can go out and look at people of play when you have a chance to and kind of see what what they do. Look for the young inventors challenge. But seems like there should be a, a really strong connection between the two. And I'm excited about um, sharing that. So where do you want this to go? I mean, do you I'm, I'm sure that this is I know that you just got your site up because you, you talked to me a probably corresponded a couple of weeks ago and you didn't have it up yet. Where do you see it going from here? Uh, first things first is getting more games on here. Currently, I only have three games on the site and I hope to get a lot more. I have some kind of in kind of in a waiting that some that I've made, some that other students have made. And it's just about polishing them and putting them on the site, but making each game one by one, of course, takes a lot of time. And my first goal is to get a lot more either from other students or from myself to put up on there. And if I'm able to, another thing I would love to do is connect with some humanitarian organizations to help distribute games and make a bigger impact across the globe. Wow, that's wonderful. I think I think that that's that's just a very cool thing to aspire to do, and we might actually have a couple of people we can connect you to there as well. We have um, a friend that uh, she's one of the educators that works with the United Nations Sustainability Goals, and I think maybe she would be a good contact to start with well as well. But we we can talk about that offline. Um, this is really, really very interesting. I'm just, I'm curious. So what, if a student has an idea for a game that they want to contribute, does it cost them anything to provide that idea to you? No, it doesn't cost them anything. They just send an email at uh, the email provided in the contact page. And I, I think I have a list of requirements there of what they need to send in order for me to publish their game. And it's, it's done basically. And are there, is there an ideal age or kids of any age can supply this? Oh, anybody can supply games uh, for, in terms of what age groups the games are intended for. Currently, we only have a few younger age groups just because there aren't enough games right now. And it's a little bit, I guess, harder to come up with games for an older audience, which don't require a lot of explaining verb like in words but if someone can do it I would love to hear I would love to hear the idea and we're always open to expanding to more age groups and more subjects it's just that currently we don't have them listen now you've got me all excited about this because you have a great idea and it looks like what you need now is is for more people to know about this opportunity and we have this program called GIFT, and Julie mentioned it real quickly. Um, it's coming up not this Saturday, but next Saturday, okay? 
and mm -hmm. really you have to you have to give a presentation. Um, you can give a 10 minute presentation and talk about what you're doing, talk about what the opportunity this is for students and literally students all over the world will be watching this and you're going to get a chance to talk directly to not to old people like us, but, <laughs> but to your real market. Although us old people might be one of the people that is co-hosting at the time. So don't get discouraged if you turn it on. And <laughs> the, no, I'm serious. Um, Julie, make sure you send her the. I the, will. We have. We have about 28 countries uh, to date that are participating in the global innovation field trip. So it's all over the all over the world, and um, it's a it really is a good opportunity for you. It doesn't cost you anything to participate; just costs you the time. And we have folks that do um, they'll do a website tour, or they'll do a PowerPoint, or they just simply come out and talk. It can be as casual or as formal as you want it. And um, it's a good way to get the word out. And, and especially if you're looking for help, whether it's um, help with funding or help with um, just well, contacts out in the industry or kids to supply games. So tell me um, right now, you think you have games more suited for what age group? So we know what other age groups you're looking for. Um, currently, our current set of games, our current age groups that we have are preschool, early reader, and early elementary kind of age. But we're always, we always want to expand. I guess it's just easier with the younger age groups to give directions and picture format. So it doesn't matter like the language they speak, or if they can read at all. Okay. So you, you know, ideally that upper primary middle school and high school, you'd really love to get some support in those areas. Yeah. Okay. We've got the students, and not only that, but it, it's it's shown live on YouTube and Billy Billy in China. Um, but then we record it and we put it up on the web, so somebody in May can also see it, and somebody in June can also. Yeah, see if you go out and look at the Global Innovation Field Trip website, globalinnovationfieldtrip.org, and you click on presenters you can find a list of the previous events, and you'll either uh, be directed for YouTube for the individual. Um, recordings or they're live on the site. So gives you an idea if you want to look, Ayana, and, and see what other people have done. But I tell you right now, yours is very unique. Nobody's done this before um, that I've heard of and nobody's done it on gift for sure. So it'd be a very, very cool presentation for you to put on. Thank you. Yeah, I'd love to come on. Yeah, so absolutely. What do you want to do when you're out of high school? Do you have any idea yet? Yeah, I want to go into kind of machine learning and AI because I think it has a lot of applications that can help people all over the world with a lot of different things. And it's kind of all about the same sort of things that I do. There's always, there's always, um, people are always looking for simpler algorithms and less strength, like less strenuous algorithms that take, I mean, less data and can predict a lot more things. So I think there's a lot of cool stuff there and a lot of cool applications in Great. that field. Great. Good. Have you thought about how you will fund your rock, paper, scissors games at some point? I mean, unless you're always doing this as a side thing, what is your, what are your thoughts on how you will sustain yourself while you're doing this? Um, yeah, I think that the main thing that jumps out to me in terms of resources that I might need to pay for, of course, is like the web kind of 
web services such as like the DNS registration, the domain name, basically. And of course, if I'm trying to expand and get more games distributed, of course, that will cost money. Uh, currently, I don't really, I'm not there yet in terms of where I'm going to uh, distribute games. But, and I'm not sure how to get the funding, but of course I would look into partnering with people or um, maybe working with organizations that maybe do have more funding in those situations. Sounds good. I have a suggestion for you. While you're out on the Innovation World website, look at the Alliance page. It'll be Innovation World Alliance. And that is a coalition of like-minded organizations that all are promoting innovation that get together once a month formally, but there's a lot of collaboration that goes on outside of the meetings too. And there are a lot of different types of organizations within that group. None that do exactly what you do. I don't think anyone does exactly what you do. <laughs> there are a lot, there's a lot of tenure in there. Um, a lot of people that are interested in learning new things connecting with new people and helping to mentor. And that might be a really good group for you to think about becoming part of. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything to be a member. Yeah. <laughs> we're like you and we, we don't charge for anything. Um, so don't ask us how we're funded. <laughs> we're funded, so we're, we're funded very similar to you, but we do it for probably quite a bit. The same reasons you do it is because we really want to see it done. And that's, that's a, that's a good reason in my mind. So do you have any other questions, Jake? No, no, this is very exciting. I, you absolutely have to give a presentation a gift. Okay. Um, and you submit the application and give me a time frame, you know, um, and I'll, I'll fit you in, uh, you know, Saturday, we'll make it work. Uh, you, you, you don't want to do it on Sunday because we end at 12 noon Eastern time, which would be but yeah. it would be three o'clock in the morning for you. So that's not going to work. But <laughs> Saturday, we've got lots of good times. You pick your time Saturday evening. Um, oh, she's, she's only in Seattle. It's three yeah. hours difference. Yes. Yeah, I know, but you said 3 a.m. I know because I, she, I, I've i got everything filled up until. Oh, okay. So the truth time. is, Ayanna, you don't want to do it because we have my space oh, left on oh, Sunday. Yeah, well, we do have <laughs> space at three o'clock in the morning. Remember that Jake was having an a issue there with timing. I'm, I'm the scheduler, so I know things that she doesn't. <laughs> but but if, you, if you pick something like at, you know, um, six o'clock at, at your time or seven o'clock at night, your time, we've, we've got plenty of spots. We can do that. Wonderful. All right, I'll take a look at my schedule for that day and we can yeah. I can get back to you guys offline. No, 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 you're going to register. You've committed. <laughs> well, with her Taekwondo skills, which we talked about earlier, I'm thinking, Jake, that you probably shouldn't push it too far. Uh, I'm not afraid of her. <laughs> She's 3,000 miles away. I'm not afraid. I will send you that link just in case you haven't already located and halfway filling out your registration form. But... Um, I thank you so much for spending time with us. And thanks for um, your patience on our timing issue that I caused today. I appreciate you being able to come a half hour later. And um, I wish you the best. And I think that we'll be seeing more of you very soon. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us today for the Innovation World Podcast. 
Innovation World is your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www.innovationworld.org. 